Hey, it's me, Sam. Hi, I'm Jodesna. And this is Happenstance, Happenstance the podcast, podcast where, where we, we explain our stance on what happens in TV shows and movies that we haven't seen. So what's up with you this week, Sam? I've really been feeling the urge to look to the sky. That's beautiful. What about you? I've been feeling canceled. Wow. That reminds me of our topic for today. The filmed but never aired 2010 television show day one happenstance so listeners we found this show day one on a list of canceled shows when seeking inspiration for this very podcast because we thought what could be more of an ultimate happenstance than trying to guess what happens in a show that has been erased from time. And basically no one can prove us wrong either. The show is by Jesse Alexander, who's one of the executive producers of Lost and Heroes. And he had already made both shows and like had as much clout as I feel like a showrunner could have. And yet he filmed this pilot and not only was the show canceled, that they then planned to air the pilot as a TV movie. And then that also never aired so all that's left to us of this show is a two-minute trailer that's, like, just garbage quality. On YouTube.com, which is where we watch it. So that's what we know about this show. I actually have one more, like, stupid fact about it. It was supposed to air after the 2010 Olympics. I feel like airing after the Olympics is kind of the highest of compliments for a show. Like, that's where you put your best stuff. I think it's where you put your most normal stuff that will appeal to a broad swath of patriotic Americans. And that's probably what they hoped for from the show. And sports lovers. Also, I just want to say 2010 Olympics, that was a great showing for Sean White. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. I I loved him at that time. I know he's done some questionable things since then, but back when he had that hair and was just really ripping it, incredible stuff. Separate the art from the artist, you know? Separate the sick twist and flips on the snow from the man. If you want to be as knowledgeable as us before listening to this episode, I would watch the link to the YouTube trailer that we included in the description of this app. But if you don't, don't worry, because now we're going to hit some highlights from the trailer for you um, to kind of give context to our happenstances down the line. So the trailer starts, we see some people in a motel-style apartment complex that's built around a pool, they're interacting, and then giant pillars of what seem to be semi-organic alien matter come down from the sky, stab into the ground, and destroy several office buildings and cars and other cornerstones of American society. It also mainly happens in like this downtown city area, Um, but we are told that this happened all over the world. And one tether anchor thing shoots conveniently into the center of the pool in the center of the apartment complex where the group of people we're dealing with live. It happened everywhere, all over the world. There's clearly a best part of the trailer. It was a really standout 15 to 20 seconds. And I mean, I know I know what it is, but when the one cop starts threatening people on the freeway with a gun, it stirred me emotionally. It's undeniably <laughs> the best part of the trailer. Um, we'll play that for you now, just so you can have a taste. This is a freeway. You can't walk on a freeway. Get back in your car now. It's easy, easy. It's just one of those days. Tell me how to do it. 
I think the line, this is a freeway, you can't walk on a freeway, is not only incredible writing, but he delivered it incredibly. He really seemed to believe that at a time like this, that should be a sticking point of the law. I thought it was good writing because I thought it clearly demonstrated that this was a sort of mass event that people weren't wrapping their heads around yet that was causing mental breaks around some of our greatest law enforcement officers. (laughs) And so obviously he hadn't adjusted to the situation that alien spikes have come down. So he's trying to like enforce the rules of the road as if it's a normal road. But then our other cop, our main character cop, don't worry, he's on the scene. Also, I just want to point out real quick that um, there is a poster to this that looks like exactly like all of the TV posters from this time. It's like a blue gray background and a bunch of a diverse cast of people standing there. And that the that poster, the cop is wearing a Johnny Cash T-shirt. And he's a blonde man. And by diverse cast, just means like eight white people, one black lady and one half Asian guy. I looked up that he's half Asian. <laughs> Um, but there's also, you're forgetting, like an older man and an older woman who are white. But that is still... And the older woman does look like maybe plus size. A little. Uh, that diverse I'm as hell. i keeping eyes for that. Uh, um, wait, I w- I'm still not done though. I'm not done on the freeway clip. Because I also love that our cop, our blonde cop, after he, the guy says, this is a freeway, you can't walk. You can't walk on a, on a freeway. Because he waits for walk. He punches walk. Our cop comes up and he says easy easy and then he says it's just one, one of, those of those days, days. i wrote that down word for it's word just, too me too i'm gonna get it tattooed it's just one of those days and then he quickly grabs the dude's gun and disarms him and it's just super cool but then i have a problem with this guy's just like waving a gun around at people who got out of their car after giant spikes came down from the sky and then he says i'm a good cop and our cop who's supposed to be the real good cop says i know i know <laughs> i could tell i could tell dude you're freaking killing it out here but you need to simmer you don't think they know each other already? I don't think they know each other. I think it's just to show us. And I do. I will say, I think this was good to include in the trailer. That times are changing. The law has not adjusted. This guy is a real smart guy and has the the cop stuff down. He can fight. He's wiser than this mm. other like mentally broken cop. And he's if, he, if the first guy's a good cop, this guy is... A, a great, great cop. cop and that's who we want shows about and then he's also like nice to others because he could obviously be like no dude you're a bad cop because of your recent actions but instead he says he says yeah yeah sure he's letting the crazy guy just be. continue being a cop with a with a gun he, not with the gun. he took the gun <laughs> he took the gun he's i think he put the cop in his place you know maybe the cop went home in spikeville and was like <laughs> i'm just a bystander now in this day one of this new world. Maybe it was good. One of my favorite parts of the trailer um, is the like the words. I always think it's interesting what words they choose to put over the trailer to build our anticipation. And this one says, every ending has a beginning. It's cliche, but the way it's like paced out, it just feels like an epic moment. It's resonant. I mean, it's true. I really like this one part at the end of the trailer where our, good, our great cop... And then the lead blonde woman are standing together overlooking the city. And he he says this line that I like literally had to listen to four times to where I could understand what he says. And it sounds like he, in like a gay southern accent, is saying, you can't pick your nose. I think he says you can't pick your neighbors. neighbors. I figured that out after like watch four. But I liked the idea of him being like, you can't pick your nose. And then the formal lady comes up and is like... I did. I did. I did. <laughs>
I literally had to watch that section like five times because I was so confused. Together, we're gonna save this world. Okay, so despite how blurry the trailer was, where did you perceive the events of day one to be set? I pictured it like kind of a a mid-sized city with like a strong suburban area and for whatever reason i picked like cincinnati but i feel like i i want it to be global because they do say it happened all over the world and so why aren't we seeing anything else what's going on where do you think it's set i think it's set in la i think that apartment complex which is like pink motel style around a pool is so specifically la and i thought the downtown city was like not big enough to be somewhere more prominent but could maybe be fake la shot in vancouver i don't, I don't know what a skyline looks like to save my life you know what i mean i want to i want to see tokyo i want to see sao paulo brazil i want it to be global i think that's more of like a netflix I think this Innovation. is just yes to show it or to be we weren't globalized. No, we weren't globalized in the era of 2010 no, we on weren't. NBC. Yeah, as global as we got with having like an Indian guy as part of your ensemble cast, and he's in New York, right? <laughs> yeah, he's in New York and he just got there, and they're still making him do the accent, and that's about that's about <laughs> as good as it gets in 2010. But on Netflix, like Sense Eight or whatever, like we're talking subtitles, we're talking other cultures. I feel like Lost, for instance, they were just stuck on an island, but you do have these like flashbacks where they're like all over the world like they're in i think like south korea for a bit the worst episode of lost is where um the main doctor guy goes to thailand and it's just the backstory of how he got a shitty tattoo but it is like at least attempting to be global were they trying to be cute with the tattoo episode or was no it was very serious oh that sounds bad (laughs) it was one of the worst i'd watch a cute one like that i mean early lost is good but this was this was it's a notorious one I think you can tell this show isn't going to be a hit or global or even national because of the way it's oriented around one apartment complex pool. Like they circumvent in the plot of the show the need for them to be global by being like the key people in the resistance are these neighbors around this pool. And I feel like that's, to me, it feels like a weird lost knockoff where like, it's like, okay, two places where you're in close proximity with strangers and you don't get to choose who they are in theory, a plane and an apartment building. And then now you're stuck in a survival setting. And also just like in lost where you think everyone's on the plane at random, but later you find out they were specifically selected. This trailer's already telling us that that's true for the apartment complex. So let's, let's break down our neighbors. Um, I kind of made my ideas to them when just looking at that one poster that we have for reference and then trying to squint and see who is each person from the poster in the shitty trailer and then just imposing my own ideas happenstance style. Okay. Do you want to start off with any highlights? Um, okay. So I think the blonde girl is named Kaylee. She's the only one I named because it just jumped out at me. I saw her face. I said, what a Kaylee. Um, That's funny because I think her name is actually Kelly. I looked up the character list. Wow. I th- yeah. She's just like the every woman, I think. Entry point character. Okay. See, I think she's more important than that. Okay. And I think Kaylee is the Messiah. Ooh. Yeah. Um, there's a younger white girl with brown hair and a very 2010 side braid who has a dad who seems to be a man of some sort of power. And I think she's his daughter who like is working on her music. The side braid to me was very like, she plays acoustic guitar in this apartment complex. Okay. And then clearly in the trailer, she's vibing with Asian guy. 
Yes, I noted that too. And all I know about him is he's vibing back. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not going to pretend to know anything more about him, except these two are vibing. I think that's confirmed. The in the trailer to the brown hair acoustic guitar girl on dad on the phone to Senator Dad is like, Are you are you with mom? And he's like, Yeah, I'm at your mother's now. She's like, Are you coming for me? And I think the fact he went to the mom first, I think the mom might be the older brown haired woman who looks potentially plus size further back in the trailer. Okay. And I feel like she was like in a coma or something before these events transpired and now is going to be revealed to be like waking up and knows stuff that other people don't okay or maybe she was like crazy like everyone thought she was crazy yes yes very up that out yeah Yeah. like she's in the sanatorium or she's in a like something like that but actually she just she knows secrets or they're just divorced and there's going to be an old people getting back together love story side plot that's so nbc but I mean, I guess that's what a four quadrant hit is. You have to have something for everybody. Um, golden Bachelor. Need I say there's, more? There's clearly like multiple romances being set up just in the trailer alone. So thank God. <laughs> we got blonde on blonde. We got interracial. Let's add old to it. Oh, I've flinched at interracial because I was like, who? <laughs> I remembered half Asian guy. <laughs> we don't even know him. Um, okay. And then. On the cover, but not in the trailer of the poster, there's a sexy brunette. And I'm going to say brunette is different than being a brown-haired white woman. Because if you're a brunette, it's darker and you're sexy. Okay. And I think the sexy brunette is like a cam girl or something. Something a little seedy. And we're going to come to love her as a human being. Okay. I thought she was going to be like a college professor or something. Okay, love. (laughs) She could be both. She could be both. (laughs) I would have thought that if she had glasses, like my favorite character from the trailer, formal woman. And that's how I think of her because everyone else in the trailer is running around screaming and she's just being formal. (laughs) She's wearing an oversized blazer. There's a moment early in the trailer where she's just like peering out the window with her glasses on. In glasses. She has her hair in a clip. (laughs) She is formal. And she is paired with brown haired, overly theatrical guy. Yes, who I called the cokehead guy. But he's passionate. That's it. We both noted him as a passionate man. And they are both aliens from the last planet that this alien species that's colonizing Earth colonized. Yes. And they're coming with a plan for our blonde blonde Earth dwellers to (laughs) fight back. (laughs) And I love how they're going about it. I love how formal they are. (laughs) I think it's funny that during this time, like, because I feel like nowadays when you see an alien, they have to look like an a freaking alien but back then aliens just looked exactly like humans but they just dressed a little different just kind of nice yeah just yeah, business yeah. casual at their own home like a peacoat and glasses you're an alien you're an alien i mean that be- that's puts people on edge in southern california <laughs> that is also doctor who vibes now that i think about it being formal <laughs> in a casual environment makes your odds of being an alien like 30 percent higher and i feel like that <laughs> i also like that she wears glasses and is an alien because then it's like i bet her vision's fine she just likes to wear like a human accessory. I think that makes her kind of like that's cute. That's fun. Maybe like she has laser vision. She has to wear the glasses for our As protection. A I hope she does. Okay, last but not least, a guy from every show from this era, blonde, bowl cut, glasses guy who's a ca- who's a videographer who he, carries a camcorder. He's looking like a grown up Stuart Little kid, Jonathan Lipnicki. 
Jonathan Lipnick, if you want to come on the pod, we will have you. Um, but yeah, I love this slimy little little camera guy. I bet everyone in it calls him hipster. And is like in derogatory, they're like, Lyle's a hipster. But I feel like he has important footage that proves something. Of course. I mean, why why else include this little little scumbag? You know? But yeah, I think that's how everyone relates to him. Is there being like, stop filming Lyle. And then Lyle's very important for plot points throughout. Okay. Okay. I think my only addition to that is I do think that the Asian guy is a doctor because at this time the Asian guys on television were just doctors and we do need one in the apocalypse. We need a doctor. We do need a doctor. I'm going to say just this guy is giving more nurse to me. Okay. That's not a bad thing. No. Yeah. I think it makes him more approachable. Just a healer. He's a healer. He's a healer and he has kind eyes. So I I like that. I'm on board. And I feel like one of them should have powers and I assigned it to the youngest looking one, which is a girl with a dad. Because I feel like people with powers, their family's got to be involved one way or the other. Mm. So you're supposing they're genetic based powers or just like families have to deal with it when you have powers? Families have to. Well, maybe the mom, the crazy mom, maybe she got some of her mom's powers. That makes sense. That makes sense. I think it's our blonde. I think Kaylee has the powers. Okay. I guess I don't know what I think Kaylee's up to. That's why I think she has them. <laughs> because what is, Kaylee, Kaylee's just jogging with a high pony. And I think that, that'll come as a good little surprise that Kaylee has the powers. Should we... Should we get into it? Let's get into it. Okay. I feel like I monopolized the character segment. So do you want to go first with your happenstance? Okay. I'm not going to lie. I don't have that much to say of plot wise um because i kind of feel like the cast and situation speak for itself a little bit but um i think the main character alien lady is um either a time traveler or just has a lot of time on her hands is what i wrote and she knows that the bad aliens are headed for earth oh here's my main theory i think that the towers that come down etc i think the earth's been infected with an alien virus love and the reason i think that is because i feel like at this point we're running out of sci-fi concepts on television let's just throw them all in there let's throw them all in there and i think that's going to be the twist at the, either at the end of the pilot or like maybe episode three and i think we're gonna see the main character alien lady collect all the people into this building via maybe targeted craigslist apartment ads a flyer in the mailbox um and they were all chosen with for their skills obviously um i guess like one of my questions to you is like how biblical is this like is this a straight religious allegory 100 percent. and i think they were chosen not for their skills but for their empathy and love their empathy and love and their unique ability to connect with one another. That's, that's why I think these young Christian soldiers were chosen. I have some questions about the tower too. Like, I feel like the trailer's bad quality does make it difficult to know more about the towers. Like, they kind of just look like rock, but like, can you go inside? Is this kind of like annihilation where there's like weird structures that they have to explore? And I think one of the people in the apartment buildings is going to be secretly evil. I don't know which one. You can't one. choose your neighbors. You can. I feel like one of them snuck in there. Do you have any major plot points you envision or like scenes you think are included in this type of show? Okay. There's this one shot in the trailer where like 
somebody's on the ground and there's a group of people like crowded around mm -hmm. and the reason i thought the asian guy may be a doctor is because he was like kind of in the front perhaps in an okay they're doing like group cpr yes yeah. and i wonder if somebody fell from the sky that's so scary and they're gonna save him and little do they know it's like an alien guy I also think that's a great way to divide the group. Like some of them think they should keep them. Some of them think they should kill them. He's gotta them. go. Yeah. Okay. I think that the guy who's down there is be having CPR performed on him. And I think it's because he has some sort of condition. And whenever the spikes come down, he's like, whoa, and then has a heart attack or something <laughs> and like is dying. And I thought the guy laying down looked like a black guy. Okay. Again, very unclear because of the nature of this trailer. And because it's NBC in 2010, I was like, okay, then I think he is either the husband or like grandpa of the sort of boho black lady who we see in the trailer who's like gardening basil at the beginning. Yes. And I think he does not make it. And I, I, again, have more to say on that later in my summary okay. about the, the passing of this gentleman. Okay. That's, that's it. Okay. Cause I didn't notice who exactly was lying there, but, um, I hope that's it's an alien. Right. I hope it's an alien. Yeah. No, I like yours better. <laughs> <laughs> um, I have like, my other thoughts are more like kind of questions, but I guess I'm wondering how they're going to limit the scope of the show to the apartment complex because we do know that it happened everywhere around the world. And I thought obvious answer during the apocalypse would be now there's no cell service. They can't communicate with anyone. They're trapped. But in the trailer, the girl's on the phone with her dad pretty immediately into the apocalypse. And I, and then also, the, like, we don't see any signs of, like, emergency services. It doesn't seem like the military is Are involved. You, that guy's on the freaking freeway. <laughs> waving his gun at pedestrians immediately. He's doing his job. Where's the helicopter? Like, I feel like if this were a real movie, there would immediately be, like, takes shooting at the towers but i'm just wondering how they're gonna explain that i've done some okay this is this is my happenstance which kind of touches on some of those items okay i definitely think it's a christian allegory show in the style of lost where nbc's more recent hit manifest mm. also about a plan it's lost but more christian and so i think it's called day one for the same reason i think it flopped and i think it's that's a biblical allegory I think at some point the formal brown hair lady is going to give the rundown to our great cop about who the aliens are or like what they are. And during that rundown, she's going to say something like, the Bible says that this world was created in seven days, but a day for a God could be a millennia for a human. God time works differently. And then she looks up at the sky and is like, it's different for them too. So you you think the aliens are God? No, I just think we're comparing them. God made the world in seven days. And whenever mm. you say that, people who are trying to be like science Christians are like, but a day to God could be thousands of years for us. Like it's not a literal day. And okay. I think that's what she's saying about the aliens. And that's why the attack is lasting so long is because it's... Well, no, I think, I think it's day one. The show's called day one. Because I believe in the first season, we're only going to see what happens in day one of these godlike aliens destruction of the earth. And that okay. that's going to take a long time. Okay. What I'm arguing is that day one of the sort of Christian aliens like process for earth's destruction is just sending the spikes down. So and we're, we're dealing with that. Okay. That's kind of like the leftovers vibes where it's like the thing happens of people disappear, but you never really know why or like you don't know what happens next. 
I think it's a show and I think that's probably why it couldn't like deliver on its promise or whatever because then they're like I don't know I think probably end of the first season something starts to happen different beyond the spikes but then everyone was like what happens I don't know do we have to call the show day two for season two and it just sort of fell apart (laughs) before it could be conceptualized further and then I also wonder like okay the show in my mind then is if the spikes come down and like our american like societal infrastructure whatever collapses because these aliens are building their new like infrastructure if it's even aliens because we don't see any actual aliens we just see the weird spike growth beanstalk things right could be angel it could definitely be angels (laughs) but i think they're gonna spend most of season one trying to like function in like broken down society basically and i don't really believe this to be true but i thought it was a fun concept of what if they had to cancel it because they create a new working society like too well and it was like a blueprint for like community-based socialism in america (laughs) (laughs) and then nbc was like you can't they banded together too hard yeah they put their differences aside too well (laughs) and it was just incredible we were like we don't need capitalism anymore (laughs) and basically they're like we can't let anyone ever see this because it's such a good idea it is the like the symbols of capitalism that tumble first the big skyscrapers exactly and it's interesting because it's like those are like our colonialism representations and the aliens are just doing it bigger i also think that kaylee is like the christ figure in this but just because in the one part of the trailer the formal woman says something about like they're go- we're, i'm going to use my plant we need my plant to, f- to lead the resistance. Yes. And I also had to listen to that three times because I couldn't tell if she said plan weird or if she said plant, but it was plant. And I think because at the beginning of the trailer, Kaylee just jogs up out of nowhere mm. and it's like, hey, great cop. I think she's the plant. Do you think she's actually an alien too or? I think she's an alien too. And I think that formal woman has sort of like mind wiped her. And That's I think good. she's going to start to fall in love with great cop. And he's going to ask her like, where are you from? Do you miss your parents? Cause everyone else is dealing with like their extended family. And she's going to be like, I don't really remember. And everyone's going to be like, is it cause you hit your head when the spikes came? And she's going to be like, yeah, definitely. That's why. But really she's worried. Wow. She's like, I'm not one of them. So I think Kaylee's doing that, but I think everyone around is going to start to see great cop as the leader. And I think like halfway through the season we're gonna think that great cop is the plant because he's so good at leading the resistance right and then it's gonna be revealed that actually it's kaylee the whole time i okay also i couldn't tell is glasses lady like part of the group of survivors like is she pretending to just be one of them or is she like openly being well at the end of the trailer during the pick my nose part she tells him that she did like she tells him she put together the neighbor group in the trailer so does she tell all of them or just the cop? She tells cop and Kaylee. Okay, the two special and I blondes. Think th- our special blondes. And I think they're going to like try to hide her existence from the rest of the group. And so I think not everyone's going to know the situation. And then I think formal lady's not going to tell our special blondes that one of them is like... An alien too. Right. And then I think that's all going to be a big issue like in the back half of the season. Um. I think part of the trailer that gripped me the most was that one shot that looked like it was a night vision of a person being yes. like grabbed or sucked from behind because it looked scary. It didn't yeah. look like it matched the rest of the trailer. So what I wanted to imagine there is that the person being dragged is camera guy 
okay lyle if you will and i think lyle's gonna be taken up into whatever the the ether is like above the spikes mm-hmm. and i'm seeing it just as like an all-white space sort of like not white racially white like the walls <laughs> it like we is me plaza okay where yeah. people are just walking around and that's where i think we're gonna get international action okay like i imagine that's where we see people from various parts of the world who've all been kidnapped yes and maybe there's something there that's like you know the biblical story the tower of babel yes i think it's like an inverted like these new towers fell there's all these people from different places up in this scary spot and they have to like come together and like learn how to reconnect despite their different languages okay so there's like a second group of survivors kind of yeah i think there's more i think people are surviving okay and then we have some people who are up in this sort of like peaceful but scary what's going to happen next place i did forget to mention that in my summary i also noted the the weird night vision part but that's the part i thought was like inside one of the towers and they're like exploring the tower and there's monsters in there okay okay like to get us excited for yes. what's to come yeah i definitely thought that was this the initial sucking i guess <laughs> okay yeah um another thing that i don't think is real that i imagine based on that concept of international people all in the other so we all know that Barack Obama had Osama bin Laden killed in 2011. Mm. What if whenever your old Lyle gets up there, there's like a guy who's like either just who's like not Osama bin Laden, but is supposed to be Osama <laughs> bin Laden. Like the leader of the premier terror cell of the era. And he gets like, what if he gets like a really positive character art? Well, because now and he's been terrorized. Exactly. And what if like, okay, so what if the Osama, Osama bin Laden character, it's like all about him like becoming a better person. And at the end, we're like, we love. We love Osama. Also Osama. And then <laughs> I do kind of imagine the US government gets to see every at least network show before it comes out and then give a and thumbs up or down. Yes. And then what if it was because it made Osama bin Laden look well, too good? You know, I, I was thinking, you well, there's obviously strong biblical imagery, but there's also strong 9-11 imagery in totally. this trailer. Ta- towers are falling. Tra- towers are create being created and falling. And falling. Yes. Yeah. That's like America biblical. <laughs> and you know, at this time, it, was, it wasn't even 10 years since 9-11 yet. Maybe we don't want to see that. Maybe we don't want to see that. Maybe that's tasteful. Um, oh, I was also imagining that like in my theory of like the boho lady's husband, grandpa dies. Yeah. That his body gets sucked up too. So there's a dead body? I don't know if it's a dead body. I don't know what I think happens up there with Osama and the kid and like the guy. But I kind of like the idea of like at the end of the season, people maybe come back mm-hmm. who were sucked up and they're different and maybe people are like oh we're so happy to see camera guy lyle and osama bin laden (laughs) and then they see the guy who's supposed to be dead and they're like this isn't them well that's interesting because because then off that what if the plant this happened to the plant too she maybe she was human got sucked up and then was changed forever irrevocably yes on the last planet that'd be crazy and that's why she has the not maybe she has a secret knowledge that not even formal lady has of what goes on up in the spaceship that needs to be unlocked by the power of love but she's also the aliens created her as a weapon and now she can be used against them them kick ass (laughs) and i do think at this time um we wanted to see women with power slash being powerful but they also had to have like zero agency and be used as like a tool or weapon or whatever that's like what happened to jesus christ wow he didn't ask for that <laughs> imagine being hung up on the cross and you thought you were a regular guy till you were like 15 and then all that stuff for humanity <sighs> messed up but i do think in 2010 we were being like that's the greatest gift of all and then they were like and 
a blonde white woman could also give that to you. That's beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> That's diverse. A blonde white woman getting to do whatever a Middle Eastern man can do. <laughs> That's diverse. <laughs> um, so those are my thoughts. That's beautiful. Thank you. I mean, I feel like between us, we probably have more of a plot than this show ever did. Actually. Because we only ever have two hours of it being filmed, you know? I feel like the issue with it was probably actually they made the promise of this big intergalactic thing. And then I bet it did boil down into more of a like get the crew together in survival show Mm -hmm. and so i bet that was like boring and at the end of like the last five minutes of every episode something would happen where we're like but and the aliens and the angels but never got a payoff on it i mean i think a lot of like i i haven't seen heroes but it seems like it has some of the same issues as lost which is like just an unsustainable concept with like mythology and just having to introduce new mysteries all the time and i feel like there was probably a fatigue with that especially like from the same guy I do think one thing that this show lacked, which you called out earlier, is that their tagline here was every beginning has or every end has a beginning. Boring, duh, whatever. But Heroes is was save the cheerleaders, save the world. Mm. And that was like actually iconic. Like that leaves you gives you so much to imagine. And it's like, I don't know. It, it felt very like modern America disaster thing for that to be the slogan. Yeah. And I mean, I I feel like ultimately this show just lacks specificity. Cause it's like with heroes. I mean, I'm I never really wanted to watch heroes until you said the tagline, and now I'm like, that sounds interesting. And this from the trailer, I feel like the most interesting concept is the towers themselves. But like, we barely really see them in the trailer, and it's like it's it's hard to even know where they're going with that. Like, I don't really I don't have any questions about That's the towers. I suspect they're just backdrop. Yeah. Like yeah, because that is a question that you can kick around a while. Is like, what if we're sitting here, and then all of a sudden, large Jack and the Beanstalk style spikes came in disrupted society right that'd be crazy but then i feel like there's nothing and there's no direct payoff of that and it's interesting because i think the leftovers kind of starts with the same what if two percent of the population just disappeared for no reason and i mean that is crazy that's crazy but i think it like i mean the leftovers had like three seasons to do it but it really gets into every implication of that being true i think also that was hbo versus network which is so much more based on like character it's more character driven yeah about relationships and stuff and i think that's like the leftovers did that at least to me which i haven't finished leftovers sorry sorry leftovers but i feel like the leftovers did that part better than the parts where it dealt with the implications of like right. a grand event to me at least yeah no i mean i don't disagree with you and like on nbc people are kind of smooth usually they weren't on heroes i will say i think heroes did good at showing like it was international um and it like showed people from different places i think the most compelling part of heroes was the sort of getting the gang together you see these real normal people and then how this affects their lives and it's kind of gritty like that we'll see on lost which is also i think lost is a very direct comparison to this because it's also survival a bunch of people who don't know each other have to come together but on that it's like they literally survived a plane crash like people are injured like you know it's they have to they have no resources and in this it's kind of like okay sure a couple buildings fell because of the towers but it looks like there's still stuff i think it's just giving like in well i mean there's national disaster but like international disaster is crazy and obviously like I feel like cell service is going out and the first episode to episode three grocery stores where that's over like no TV anymore. I think it's just going to turn into more of like a post post apocalypse show. But I think people are I think 
there's still a large population yeah. yeah yeah exactly like they can they can come together figure something out like i feel like this is almost like a zombie apocalypse but yes. on that they have to fight the zombies i don't think they're fighting whatever's in the towers yeah. for like most of the first season right exactly yeah or like maybe something happens like the towers shoot a laser every third day or something like something kind of vague might that happen sounds like the hunger games catching fire yeah one of the best plots of our time <laughs> but yeah i don't think this is as riveting as that right so yeah it sounds like they had one cool idea aka the towers and then the rest of it was just fill in the blank network show yeah and i feel like there was no standout like cast members again no save the cheerleader save the world it just felt yeah. like a like i kind of wonder if like you know when you get really famous where they'll start letting you pull stuff out of your like back drawer mm-hmm. just to make it because they're like they liked your last stuff they'll probably like some other thing or like, what if it was just his first idea maybe they literally held a gun to his head and was like do it again do do the lost in heroes he didn't again. want to he wanted to chill at the beach and i feel okay criticizing the show because i feel like um jesse alexander's next project was um way more dear to my heart than any of the shows mentioned what was it hannibal which is incredibly character driven strong concept stylized and kind of like fun and silly fun and too. yeah yeah has a stronger vibe iconic when did that come out post 2015 2013 2013 okay i think we'd learned some things by then that we didn't know in 2010 <laughs> in the world of television yeah obama got elected again again after he killed osama after he killed yeah <laughs> we no longer had to grapple with 9-11 we could move on to weird gay tension between a cop and a uh, serial killer that's beautiful oh should we do should we do favorite part I w- okay my favorite part of yours was whenever you said that cpr guy is an alien who fell from the sky i thought that opened up a whole rabbit hole of considerations that i had not touched on my favorite part of yours was when the towers are like straws basically <laughs> and can just suck people into places i think an important part of aliens is they have to do they have to be sucking you know (laughs) they're sucking and probing and doing nasty stuff and you know what if they're not then what's the point because like the the thing we're scared about with aliens is that they're gonna take us and in this do stuff yeah do do stuff stuff to us yeah and if they don't take us they're just setting up shop and also i'm gonna say if, if what they're trying to do is take us and they drop these towers down that's not good engineering they could have come up with some like a better way to suck us up than giant towers i think probably like um the intimidation was part of it the vision okay you're your team aliens plan okay <laughs> i'm just always thinking about logistics like <laughs> that's just that's just me because <laughs> the towers caused a fuss you know that's what the whole trailer was about yeah and they can suck that's crazy. <laughs> i think if the trailers had implied that not only did the towers exist they can suck you <laughs> then we would have had a real show maybe they didn't even come up with that for the pilot maybe that's a late season totally one thing. yeah i think that makes sense if it was like episode four they were like in the now they now are, they, suck. they can dig around and suck <laughs> yeah 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 <laughs> like a creepy finger mouth and okay i actually have like one final question which is like why is this particular apartment complex important i feel like our formal lady part of me just wants to say she liked it 
Okay. Maybe she just she was like, it's affordable, it's central, (laughs) like whatever. Maybe she bought it. Maybe she bought it and she's she's trying to make American money (laughs) before this happened. I don't know. I thought I had an answer, but I don't. I just think there is something too that like she knew what was gonna happen though. Because Mm -hmm. did you notice that the pools drained? Oh, I didn't. I think the trailer implies that there's some annoying neighbor who got the pool drained, and I think it's like the hottest days of summer kind of situation. Okay. And I feel like old girl told the landlord there's like poop in the pool or something in order for the pool to get drained so that when the spike came down there wouldn't be a big splash (laughs) (laughs) god forbid there's a splash or maybe they need to like go in the hole okay well i do like the idea of like everything happening in a predestined way that she knew about and i think that's like spiritual like christian etc like she's a prophet and then okay wait i have a final question which is what do you think happens to theatrical cocaine guy the other alien who we don't respect he's like barely in the trailer is he even on the poster no (laughs) that's why i think something quickly because they're like fighting she's Mm -hmm. being like we have to save them he's being like like i just think something bad has to happen to him i wonder if an angry mob that forms due to the situation at hand kills him and violently rips him to shreds that's interesting what if maybe our two blondes know they're both aliens maybe just blonde cop guy knows they're both aliens and it comes out that someone in their group is an alien and he doesn't want to like make everyone come for like formal lady because mm-hmm. cokehead guys so annoying. He sacrificed so he's like okay it's josh okay <laughs> or they all out josh and kill josh <laughs> i also think there's a potential world where this guy keeps doubting old girl who's formal so much that he's like whatever i'm gonna go live in post societal america and drink and fuck <laughs> And then he just lives out Californication. Yeah, but in like a post-apocalyptic <laughs> scenario. And maybe we run across him sometimes. Or like maybe he dies because like in this Christian allegory, you can't just be running around LA drinking and fucking. You know, mm-hmm. that's not good. I think the most obvious answer is that he sacrifices himself for the mission. Like he turns good. Yes. In secret. That's sweet. I never saw that in him. That's really sweet. <laughs> but I do think that guy got ripped off because he was, no one was acting better than the good cop who waved the gun at the people on the freeway but i think this guy was the second best actor of the trailer he was too good he was over he was shining too bright he deserved the world and he couldn't have it he just couldn't he was too too big of a star for this vehicle he can't be in an ensemble cast what if they just canceled it because no one could hang out with that guy anymore like in real life (laughs) he was too disruptive what feeling do you think that the audience would have been left with from the show day one. I think the audience would have been bored mainly. I think that it would be predictable because at this point we've seen this already. And I think they would have turned it off halfway after watching, after the riveting spectacle of Sean White at the Olympics. Who could even sit on the couch after that? <laughs> you know what? Maybe that was a whole problem. Maybe I was they... standing up <laughs> screaming. <laughs> Maybe they knew that everyone would be too exhausted after Sean White's performance and the emotional highs and lows. And said, Let's put on a relaxing <laughs> one. I think as someone who was watching Christian and Jason content in 2010, I would have watched this and then not really thought about it. But they were like, if I had to go sit in Wednesday night church, maybe thought about this instead. And that's what America needs. I think it it's was. tough to think about at church. At Wednesday night church. Famously the more boring and less like established church. So yeah. Well, we I think we got it on this one. I think we got it too. Um Damon Lindelof, if you think we did a good job, feel free to let us know. Thanks. Bye. Bye.